Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now is reigning XFC and Hex Fight Series welterweight champ, Matt Vale. What's going on, Matt? Hey, brother. Good to have you on again. Got a lot to, lot to catch up on. No doubt, man. No doubt. Uh, let's go back. Last March, Hex Fight Series 13, you took the welterweight crown from Kit Campbell in a five-round war. Coming out of that fight, do you feel there is anything else left for you to prove in the New Zealand and Australian MMA scene? Um, good question. I, I feel like um, with the right opportunity for, for matchups, um, there would be, but... Um, sort of the things on, on the plate at the moment, like we weren't getting the right offers. So I think um, like one thing I've, I would, I've always been wanting to do is sort of get that, that win back against Benny Alloway, my only loss. Um, just bigger fights like that with um, people with good winning records, but there doesn't mean to be, uh, doesn't seem to be many, many of them around at the moment within the Australian New Zealand scene, you know? So um, we sort of looked abroad and got the next challenge. Last June, I saw that uh, you took a trip out to Bali. You got some training at Bali MMA. Um, was that just a vacation, or did you decide to go get some training outside of uh, New Zealand? Yeah, that was uh, actually a bit of a vacation, but um, I sort of talked the, the girlfriend into letting me do <laughs> pretty much as much, a, as much training as I, uh, I wanted to do while I was over there. So I managed to get a bit of um, a 50-50 give and take. Um, yeah, that, no, that was really cool, catching up with the guys over there. A lot of Kiwis over there. Um, Eve Ting um, and that come from around there. So, no, it's, a, it's an awesome camp there. Got some good training in. Um, yeah, the guys are legit. Doing a little networking? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think um, it would be awesome to go back there sometime soon or even do a little bit of a camp, um, lean up to a fight. Yeah, it's, a, it's got everything you need, really. Definitely. Um, it's been a while, man, since you've been in the cage. And during the summertime, I heard a lot of rumors that you were going to sign with ACB, but that never happened. What happened with that situation? Was that true? Um, we were in talks for a fight with them in June. Um, and then I got a little little injury. So I was actually going to to uh, maybe a one-fight deal with them. Um, and I looked to fight um, Corey Nelson, which was sort of like um, the one rank in the topology records that, that he is uh, ranked above me, I think, because he has so many wins. He's been he's one of the OGs, been around like uh, since the start. Um, so we had that that fight booked up. And, I, and then I unfortunately got an injury a couple weeks out. Um, so that's, that's sort of where I... Booked a vacation straight away. Um, ended up going to Bali because um, the fight didn't didn't come together. So, unfortunately, that didn't happen. 
And I think um, after, it was originally meant to be a show in New Zealand, an ACB in New Zealand. Um, but I think after that Brisbane show, it didn't, it didn't sort of all fall together. Not too sure how, uh, yeah, the, rent, the selling for it went and all that. You know, you're returning to competition after seven months on the sidelines at Pancrase 300. How did this fight get put together? Um, so, uh, big ups to my uh, manager, Justin. So he's, he's sort of uh, sealed the deal on this one. Um, we've uh, talked with Shinji quite a bit, like um, since even when I've had the XFC title, because they, uh, they worked with the XFC quite a bit and did like a pancreas um, sponsor bout to let someone fight over there, um, a lightweight tournament. Um, so we're sort of always been in the background with them but um, never really made anything happen and then it was after the hex fight uh, the acb one fell through um and then they sort of talked about the 300 show and yeah just it uh, just everything sort of fell into place and you know um it being the 300 show and that that was sort of a real pull for us and um uh yeah just just everything sort of come to come to the place and yeah it's, it's looking um really good Flying over to your opponent's home ground and fighting them in their in their promotion, this fight has a lot of similarities to your last fight. Having gone through that before, has it been easier to mentally prepare yourself for this upcoming opportunity? Yeah, for sure, bro. There's uh, like it's a lot of people saying it's it's kind of a big risk in that, um, but I think it's sort of like a necessary step, like. Uh, yeah, they're saying like you go over there and fight the top sort of rated Japan like welterweight, but man, if I can't beat him, I'm not going to beat the guys in the UFC. So you know, it's like <laughs> might as well just go all in. Um, I don't think there's a lot of mental mental game around it. Like I think yeah, fighting over in Australia, you're always going to come up against like the home hometown favorite or or whatever. But you get a good plan together and you go go out there and give it your best. Um, that's all you can do, really. So I'm really excited to get over there and, yeah, give them a best shot. And I think we've got a real good shot at it, too. Yeah, no risk, no reward, man. Everybody has to take a risk. If you go to the UFC and you fight a top 10 guy, you're taking a big risk. So you got to do it now or never, right? Yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> I said, yeah, like the, especially like with the UFC and that, you can't, you can't wait around all the time. I don't want to just be sitting, sitting back and waiting, saying, oh, it's my turn, it's my turn. I just want to keep fighting and until they sort of have no option to say, man, this guy needs to be here, you know? So that's, that's where I want to go. Takashi Sato is your next opponent, former title challenger, number one ranked welterweight in Japan. What impresses you about him that makes this a challenge for you? Yeah, with, with, uh, from what I've seen of him, um, He's got quite an unorthodox style. He's a strong southpaw. He doesn't really seem to change at all, which is um, quite rare these days. Like, um, and not only that, it's it's quite a a rangy sort of fighter. He's he's sort of in and out. Um, and then on the other spectrum of that, he's got quite strong sort of judo base and sort of ground control with his throws and sort of um, in the clinch and everything like that. So. Um, yeah, he's done really well up against um, all his past fights. And I, uh, yeah, that, that last one that he had with the Brazilian, um, 
that was a hell of a fight. He was pretty unlucky um, not to get the win there, but uh, he just edged him out, I think, at the end. And um, yeah, no, nah, it's going to be a, definitely a good challenge. But um, yeah, I think we've got got what it takes to to put him away and um, go on upwards. Hopefully, head towards the Pancras title or something like that. Definitely. Um, for this camp, you know, have you been working with any new coaches, and how helpful have they been? in helping you prepare for this debut? Yeah, man, it's been good. Um, so we have a solid solid team now down at um, our gym in Hamilton where I live. Um, so I have a guy I work with there as long as well as the rest of the team every single day now. So um, work with them and up in the weekends, we go up to Master Lolo with our Luke, um, other UFC fighter. So we get in weekend work there. And we're doing sparring up in Auckland while we're there at uh, City Kickboxing with the rest of the UFC guys. There's just a huge, huge amount of talent um, between here and um, Auckland that we've sort of making full use of. Um, and not only that, in the last uh, three weeks, I've finally um, finished with my job and I've started training full time. And man, it's made a hell of a difference. <laughs> I wish I'd done it earlier. It's uh yeah, the amount, the energy level and everything else of being able to just train a lot harder, recovery is way better. And I'm just getting uh, everything in tune and it's all coming to place, bro. Definitely, man. It, it's good to see that you guys are all kind of uh, joining forces and helping each other grow the teams in uh, New Zealand. Yeah, hard out. I think New Zealand's too small not to do that, bro. It's like, um, yeah, everyone's sort of uh, friends and family here. So, just get in there and then everyone's sort of helping each other out. Eh? It's no real uh, bad feelings or anything. I think um, everyone appreciates different styles and the different people coming together. It all, it all helps each other. I saw that you worked with Smarter Performance. I think this is your second time. How much of a difference has it made for you working with them for this training camp? Yeah, so I only just started them before uh, my Hex fight, probably five weeks or something before my Hex fight. Um, so he's been really good. He's got a real good um, look into sort of strength and, and conditioning. Um, we've worked in um, that around the other train as well. So we're not overtraining. We're sort of keeping the conditioning perfect. Um, if we're lacking somewhere, we'll pick it up somewhere else. But I found like even in my Hex fight, um, a lot of difference to my other ones. Um, so in my other fights, sometimes I come away from the exchange and I'll be quite tired and, and the body would uh, need to be a bit of a shakeout and that kind of thing. Um, but even like the Hicks fight, I, I could be focused through five rounds and I didn't, the, the body didn't really give out on me at all. I felt like I could have gone even another couple, you know, um, just felt focused the whole time and ready for, yeah, when their attack or. Yeah, the, the body was sort of well in check. And I think it's just a little strengthening things. It's nothing major strength gains. It's just, I think, all the little muscles and everything being conditioned to, um, yeah, just going the full distance. So it's been the main difference, yeah. And uh, this fight is being streamed live on UFC Fight Pass. And on top of that, it is the main event from what I've heard. Those are two big incentives for you to perform well. Yeah, right, for sure. Um, that's pretty much what was the ultimate choice on taking the fight. Um, the 300 show and Pancras itself, 
on uh, UFC Fight Pass. It's one of the longest running uh, MMA shows. Yeah, I, I think um, a good performance on this will really outreach to the rest of the world and finally show a bit of a uh, bit of talent out there and hopefully get recognized, you know? You mentioned earlier a title shot. So are you going into this fight mentally focused and thinking that this is a title eliminator? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, I'm taking this at the highest regard, eh? Like, this is the most important by far. Um, I'm not even worried about what happens after this. It's, this is all about this fight. And ultimately, this is my whole legacy leading up to this. You know, this is where, where my career goes from here. Just, yeah, this all counts down to this uh, this one fight. It's only three rounds as well. So um, my last, I think, five fights have been five-round fights. So uh, I'm definitely going to be putting um, putting everything into those three rounds. So you might get a bit more bang for your buck this time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When you lay your head at night, you know, on the pillow, how do you see this fight playing out in your mind? Um, so, yeah, we've looked at it quite a bit. And um, I, we're sort of looking at more, I think – taking it as more of a, a technical striking battle um, and trying to take take the advantages over him. Um, not getting him into a bit of a rush and urgency straight away, um, but wanting to sort of capitalize, capitalize definitely on, on sort of the striking area of it. Um, but yeah, we've, we've got a lot of things in, in plan. I won't, I won't give away too much, but um, yeah, I'm, Definitely going to be looking for the finish, as always. Um, we've got some good tricks, so I'll tell you that. <laughs> for sure. Pancrase 300, October 21st, main event. Matt Vale takes on Takashi Sato. This is going to be a great fight, man. You guys both come to bang. And you guys are technical at the same time, so it's going to be a, a showcase for both of you guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We've got some. We've got some new tricks to to bring to the action too. So you're gonna see um, the Viper 2.0, I think. <laughs> All right, man. It's always good talking to you, Matt, and uh, good luck in your fight. Awesome, brother. Thanks for having me on. Catch you later.